Welcome to the Nordic Mythology Podcast. I'm Daniel Farrand, owner of the company Horns of Odin, and I'm joined, as always, by Dr. Matthias Nordvig. Hello, everybody. This time we're joined by Janneke Wiese Hansen, who is a tattoo artist and also just, I would say, generally an artist. You do a lot of other things than tattooing as well. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Uh, we've been I mean, we've been trying to get this one together for a little while now. Yeah, yeah, I think quite, quite a while. Think yeah, we booked it, and then something happened, and then we had to move it, and then yeah. So it's nice to to finally get here and uh, get to talk to you because I do love your art style. Thank you. I do, but before before we get into that, we have a little bit of housekeeping announcements, I guess, Matthias, to make things that we're going to do moving forward. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. So starting in the new year, what we're going to be doing is uh, that I will cut back on the time on the podcast. So I will be doing uh, uh, bi-weekly episodes and uh, I will also be throwing up some uh, educational content on the Patreon that, you know, we've been, mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that we've been announcing for half a year now. We've um, been <laughs> neglectful, neglectfully kind well, of. I mean, honestly, honestly, it's, it's a, it's an equipment issue. We've been waiting for that uh, camera to come back from mm-hmm. the, the repair shop. So that has taken forever. Yeah. That's, so, that's back now. But no, I think it's I think it's no surprise to people that this last year for I think both of us has just been all over. We've been kind of having to survive this this last year in many different senses, including the podcast. You know, we've been throwing together episodes where we can. We've both had to move things. And I know with Baby Bjorn, it's been very difficult to kind of keep on track. So I think, yeah, what we're going to do is you're going to do every other week and we're going to have the the fun guests and the uh the artists the musicians all the stuff where your knowledge is really known and then on the other opposite weeks i'm going to sit with a scholar and uh have a nice conversation so we're still going to get the weekly episodes out but then you're going to put out hopefully two a month patreon videos exclusive um and then Jonas has <coughs> kindly agreed to come back and do a story time once a month so we're just kind of tying it all back up, making sure we can keep to to what we stay and also what we say, and also get things back on Patreon and get things for, for those people that support and is kind of stuck with us through a very turbulent year, I think. Yes, and Daniel, when is that coconut bikini gonna break out? Oh, it came! It came! <laughs> it, it has arrived. It, it arrived today, actually. Um, so. Yeah, I'm gonna. I think we I, we should do it when it's just me and you. I think <laughs> you don't want to want some professor from Oxford uh, in on that situation. Come on. <laughs> I mean, it depends. Okay, did you, did depends you suddenly did you suddenly get shy? Uh, I mean, it's going to be recorded anyway, so <laughs> I don't know. I'm blushing. <laughs> no no i will who, i don't know who we've got next week but you're lucky Yannick. it was almost you it was almost yeah. you but uh i just didn't have the Damn, time i missed it i'll come again next week you know yeah i'll send you the link and you can uh, <laughs> this thing's been haunting me for for a long time now so i'm actually i'm looking hey, you put to yourself in that situation man <laughs> i did that was your choice <laughs> That's pro- I mean when if you're not going to be here fifty percent of the time to keep me on track, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I put myself in, in all sorts of situations. Well, so, that'll be interesting. <laughs> it will be. No, it will be. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what we're going to do moving forward. Obviously, as things change, hopefully you get a little bit more time and we can can pop back in weekly but it's it's just a case of us having to do what we have to do for now and then yeah thing things things will always change yeah i mean uh like uh, having a kid 
is like a, mm-hmm. a, a big time commitment. That's my oh, yeah. that's my primary issue here. And then, of course, when you live in a country that doesn't have proper childcare as well, then uh, then that's another issue. Yeah. Um, so, no, no, absolutely. Yeah. And I think I think maybe you know one thing to remember is that we, me and you, we don't get paid for doing this. Like any any money that people kindly give us on Patreon, we either put back into the show for buying new equipment or to pay people behind the scenes to help us produce the stuff and get the stuff put out there. So we, you know, this is a very time consuming hobby that we both love to do, but it is time consuming. Yeah. So Willoughby says that they thought that I was wearing an Usher t-shirt for a while here. (laughs) Oh man. That's that's depressing, man. So close. (laughs) Willoughby stole my joke. Because I've been, as soon as I saw that T-shirt, I've been saving that for the, <laughs> the right time. Because it does look like it was an Usher T-shirt. I was like, we've done it. No, we've made no, it. no, no. This, this an Usher is CD legendary Norwegian black metal band Ulver. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> uh, and 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 Yannick made made the art for it, <laughs> or some of it, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. The the logo itself is made by Tanya Stern, who also worked for um. Darth Throne and Bursum and a lot of other bands, but um, they wanted to make it more Nordic. So the knots work you have inside, I added, I don't know, mm. 25 years ago, maybe. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh. So is that is that in the in the actual writing or is that in the part of the t-shirt we can't see? No, it's in the writing, the logo. If you go, it gets a little bit closer to his camera, you can see there's like Probably knot work, him. almost like Celtic knot work in... Oh, okay. Now I see it. Yes, yeah, That's yeah. Okay. What I had added to it. Oh, so we spoke about this a little bit before. You've done quite a few band logos. Yeah, I I started. I mean, I've I've been tattooing for twenty seven years. I think twenty eight, twenty seven. Um, and I've been doing logos and artwork for album covers and T shirts and stuff for about thirty years for different black metal bands, like. Okay. Um, Immortal, Enslaved, Bursum, Orchestus, Ancient, uh, Galsvild, Death Cult. Um, yeah. The list goes on. Satyricon. A horrible. <laughs> the first album cover for Satyricon I did, but it's a horrible horse on it, so I hate to admit it. Um, <laughs> and I'm happy with the first Bursum album, not the second one, but it's 30 years ago. I wasn't drawing that well back then, so oh yeah no nobody can hold you to that so it's got me did the did the nordic was the nordic thing always there or did that kind of come as a part of doing the band out because obviously these two the, the two things are very much linked you're you being norwegian as well um black male is obviously in your veins yeah true. <laughs> well um you know, like Enslaved, I did the first logo for them with inverted crosses and everything, and it was much more black metal sounding, but their heart was always Viking. So I did a version mm-hmm. that was a logo version that was more Viking after two albums, I think. Okay. Um, and then they started to have their lyrics translated by the father of a guy in Old Funeral, where a lot of the, of the metal guys uh, started out. So mm-hmm. they turned more into Viking after a while, I've always had uh, an interest for Nordic mythology because mm-hmm. my extremely Christian Sunday school teacher and, and Girl Scout teacher at uh, my, my elementary school, poor thing, she was reading to us when we were having lunch, you know, uh, and she was reading a lot about the Viking, like little uh, slave children and how they made it in the Viking world and everything. And she, I don't, I think she wanted us to be Christian, but she, she made a bunch of uh, Vikings, I think. So, Hmm. but it's been since I was like a kid, Viking stuff has always been really nice. And the art of course is incredible. So Mm -hmm. for me, it's just grown from there. Um, And in black metal, you had some were Viking, some were Satan, some were fantasy, like Tolkien. Mm. Good mix. Yeah. So are you self-taught when it comes to the, to the art or because 
I think no matter the the most simple design when it comes to this art style, it it especially when it's done well. You know, when it's done by a good eyes, it looks really simple and it flows nice, but it's fucking difficult to do. It is so tough. No matter how simple it looks, it's really difficult to do well. Yeah. Well, I've I've just always been drawing and I was supposed to do um after high school, I was supposed to go on like drawing or art school. But then I landed a job as a tattoo apprentice, which was so much fun that I kind of just skipped the whole art school thing. So I guess I'm okay. self self-taught, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the whole the, the whole back metal the whole back metal part was we were hanging out. It was a small scene uh, in Norway back then. I think we were two girls, maybe three girls, into black metal, and the rest were guys. And they're making bands like Immortal and all this. And I have too much stage fright to be on any stage. I'm even like mm. this is even a little bit scary. So um, they just when they were forming bands like Immortal, they're like. We need a logo and we need it with an inverted cross. And I was like, I don't know how to do that. And they're like, yes, you do. And then I made <laughs> logos. That's how we got into it all. I was the one that was drawing and they were doing the music. So sometimes that's the best way that things happen. You just yeah. kind of you get bullied into something that maybe <laughs> you're not you don't know how to do, but you figure it out. And sometimes nope. it takes a little bit of pressure, I think, of been uh, been pushed. Yeah. I mean, they're, Immortal was the first logo, like the old Immortal logo. And they're like, well, we like the Mayhem logo. We like the Unleashed, which are two amazing logos. Um, and we don't want it to be readable. Uh, you, you should just recognize the concept. And if you're such a noob that you don't really recognize the logo itself, you have to, you know, be reading on the side of the album or the CD to see which band it is, because... The, the logo was supposed to be an art in itself and recognizable, not necessarily readable. So. <laughs> Mateus, you're laughing as well. Like, <laughs> yes. Somebody explain to me what that is. With well, <laughs> you know, it's just that, it's just the black metal scene. It's like, oh, we're so exclusive and mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we were. Like oh yes, absolutely. Not, not <laughs> oh, I remember the nineties. <laughs> hey, I have to go and let my dog out for a second, or she'll kill me. I'll be back in half a minute. No oh. problem. Uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things because I'm not I'm not a huge black metal fan, but whenever I, especially like a mid gas when you're looking at the poster and these these bands with these things, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> It's it's um it's the band name, but I don't fucking know what it says. It's illegible. <laughs> like I, you, but obviously, like you said, if you know the band, you kind of you know the the logo, and you you're like, oh yeah, that's Anthrax or whatever. I don't know. Um, but for me, Anthrax is really readable. Is it really illegible? Okay, not this. Really. <laughs> give me one that. Give me one that's not. <laughs> no, Anthrax is really readable. Um, yeah, yeah, Who is in it? the beginning, they just wanted, because there were so few black metal bands that they could have the luxury of just making a drawing that they mm-hmm. wanted people to recognize. But then mm-hmm. it became, you know, a huge scene. So then yeah. they kind of had to, you know, be more visible as to who they are, I guess, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Or they no, just I... grew up. I don't know. That's probably also part of it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, to be fair, most of them nowadays are just hanging out drinking red wine, right? So, <laughs> well, they're staying up in the mountains, so we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember there was a few times, um, again, a big ass where there was a band playing, and I had to ask Alyssa or whoever was like, Who's this? Who's playing? And she's like, Oh, yeah, so and so. I'm like, Do they hate new listeners? Because like, you're you're at a festival, someone like me that doesn't know, I might go and really like the band, and then I'm like, look at the piece of paper there, and I'm like, I have no fucking idea who this is, no idea. Yeah, Jimmy in the chat rightly said that a lot of them look like a spider's web, which yes, I think is is pretty or a, accurate. Or a bundle of sticks. Or a bundle Stuff. of sticks. Just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. pretty metal. It's right? very metal. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I, I had a joke about, well, no, no joke. I had a comment about a, a, a bundle of sticks in England, how you just, you can't what? say that anymore. <laughs> if you don't know, you don't know. So, okay. So do you know what a bundle of sticks is in English, like in old English? No. No. Uh, you can't cancel me for this. Nobody cancel me for this because it's this is what you call them. This is what you call a bundle of sticks. So I'm going to say it, but don't cancel me because the precursor is that it's accurate. Are you, so a bundle are, of sticks. Are you sure you want to go down this path? <laughs> okay. No, it's true though. Okay. So a, bu- a bundle of sticks in English is a faggot. Like that's just what it is. That's that's what it is. It's right. just a thing. That's what it is. Um, and when you mentioned a bundle of sticks, I just got just for some reason took me down that took me down that thing. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know the we reason. We are so cancelled now, man. <laughs> no, one, no, no. Ron can it. edit all this. Ron can edit all this out. I've I've heard a bunch of different theories about why it's called that. I don't know. It's just one of those. I'm sure some linguistic expert somewhere must. They must be. You can have them on next. They can explain the whole expression. Yeah, I'm sure there's, or, or there's not, something there. You know. No. And then it's, we can it's... get cancelled twice. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't cancel me for something that's just for this just for something that's just true. That's just what it is. It's just true. It's yeah, it's not it's not in existence anymore. No one uses it, but it's just like an old thing. Same with like the way that we call cigarettes, like People say I'm going out for a fact. It's weird. I don't get it. I don't well, know where Sander is just in the chat telling us that the that that's because of the reference to the bundle of sticks, and uh, you know what? Oh, really? Like, yeah, and it's so hilarious because you know how how you know, European English is much more like like you know English English than you know mm-hmm. American English. Like, as a Norwegian, you you know this, Janik. Right? Yeah. We, we we learn British English, right? And so I I have at times made the uh, major uh, cultural faux pas of coming uh, of, of here in America, like uh, asking somebody for a fact, and people were like, "What?" <laughs> oh, right, yeah, <laughs> that's not what that is. <laughs> it's it's so problematic now. But when I was a kid, like that was just what everyone called a cigarette yeah like that's just well, everyone called it but i just i you don't hear it anymore really because it is problematic it probably does have neg- some sort of negative connotation to it as to why it's called that it must do it must have something somewhere probably probably i guess I guess, but it seems to be a, a dying out thing. But isn't language interesting? That's what we just learned. <laughs> I went to high school in the States, uh, north of Seattle in 89-90, I think. Um, and I was coming over there with a, with a British English, but there was a lot of differences, definitely. Mm-hmm. I did have later, uh, I'll, I'll make it short, but I had a, <laughs> a silly story and uh, close to death encounter because of one word so okay uh i'm really i I that is more norwegian english though but in uh norwegian uh hair is and i'm a sucker for long hair and uh me and a friend were at a biker meeting in uh anacortes north of seattle it's a huge biker meeting with like i don't know fifteen thousand uh harleys and everything and we were walking around drinking beer, looking at bikes and looking at people and talking Norwegian to each other and everything was fine. Nobody understand us talking about the butt of this guy or whatever about this woman. And at seven o'clock in the evening, we went into a bar to have some more beers. And we were talking still Norwegian to each other. It was safe. Nobody understood what we were talking about. Um, and a neighbor of my dad sits down with us and she's American. So we started talking American to her, a little bit Norwegian still, and we were kind of getting buzzed, so we're fucking up our language, kind of. And you had two Bandidos uh, members walking in, and they had their girlfriend, or one of their girlfriends with with them, and she had this beautiful hair going down to her, like, kneecaps. Really, really nice. And, of course, I'm like, getting up, pointing at her, saying, look at that whore. 
And my oh, friend, no. my friend, her eyes started twitching. And she's like, no, 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 no. I was like, hair. Oh, fuck. Hair. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh. And I sat down and I was like, okay, I'm going to die now. My, my whole life just passed. Um, <laughs> they were walking into the bar right next to a set of speakers. I'm so okay. lucky. Because I don't <laughs> think if I got up to, you know, two members of Bandidos pointing at one of those girlfriends saying, look at that whore. I don't think they would go over and say, hi, are you Norwegian? Did you mean hair? <laughs> no, I mean, that would be, it takes some explaining. Yes. I don't know if I would get the time for that before oh. some fist came, you know, crashing into my face. Mm. I don't know. But that was a <laughs> close call. She had really I nice just... hair. I saw somebody <laughs> was in Bellevue or somewhere. I just saw somebody commenting mm -hmm. up there. Oh, okay. But yeah, no, yeah we'll see. That's... Um... Yeah, that's a lucky, lucky escape. I mean, I'm sure yeah. I've probably, I've probably done things like that. Um, I, I, I remember doing it once in the cinema, but I can't remember what it, it was about. The like, I was talking to my friend, and then it just because it's, it's really loud, and then there was a quiet bit, and I remember saying something <laughs> and been like, <laughs> just wanting the earth to swallow me up. Matthias, I know you've <laughs> probably said something at some point. No, I've never said anything stupid in my life. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, never. And if you do, if you ever do, I write down in my little book that I've got just so I can remember it to, uh, <laughs> to bring back up on the podcast at some point. <laughs> it's a rarity. I'll just, I'll, I'll get him later. <laughs> okay, let's, let's talk about your tattoo style. Um, because I love it, and if if anybody doesn't doesn't know or hasn't seen it, uh, what's your Instagram or what's the best place to, to check? Is it um, just your name? It's just um, at Yannick Ivisa Hansen, my name. Okay. Yeah, please pause the episode and just go <laughs> and look at at the tattoos you do because they have like a it's Nordic like artwork, but with and I guess like a wood, a wood yeah, probably it's, not it's wood, much better I just call it wood carving tattoos. Um, okay. We have so much um, wood carving, wood carved art. Like in the stave churches, we have we have these doorways or portals that mm -hmm. are amazing artwork with with wood carving. Uh, it's so detailed and it's so um, it's like Viking style patterns. And it's really, really amazing to go and see these old churches from 1100. And they have these amazing uh, details still. Um, mm -hmm. And like my dad has always been into wood carving and I've always loved it. But I have too much tendonitis in my hands after a silly job as a washing lady when I was 18 oh, at a very no. stupid pub. But um, and I... I can't do real wood carving, so I need to carve skin instead, I guess. Mm. That's where I ended up. It's really how I got into that style. Um, it's really coincidental because I've been tattooing for, well, soon it's going to be 30 years. And I started out trying to be a potato, as we say it here, like you can use it for everything. So I was doing mm. black and gray and color work. I was doing portraits or new school or whatever. The first 10 years I was tattooing. Mm -hmm. um, and then actually I, I know of Valdruna, his brother came in and wanted a cover up uh, of an old school thing he had, he wanted like a Norwegian kind of wood carving over it so I was like okay well I'm, I'm a potato so I'll do that too <laughs> so I did that um, then I had the same month I had a guy coming in he wanted uh, some details from a big like wooden clock that his grandfather had carved um, and you, did say, you did say clock there, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because oh, that's that, <laughs> no, I might just be, you know, just your accent, but for a second there, well, it was a little bit know. like this got interesting. I, you, I sat up in my chair no, it's still, for a second. It's still there. very not interesting. <laughs> well, Dan, don't you have a wooden cock at your house? Come on. <laughs> I you know what? I always think this. <laughs> Okay, so do you think, think okay, there must be wooden dildos out there from like way back? There yeah, of course. Be. There I'm are. sure. So there have just there are. been. There's stone ones from the Stone Age. 
Oh, really? Like, yeah, there's like a 38,000-year-old stone dildo that has been found somewhere in Central Europe. Oh, that's Are you Europe. Googling it now? <laughs> I, know. I, forgot that I, I forgot that I do have this bottle opener right here. Which is, I, think I, com- I completely forgot about that. Thank you. All right, so you do have a wooden cock in your house. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. I, I actually do have one sat right next to me. Yes, it's a bottle opener. I mean, I feel like the, the wooden cock part is excessively big for what needs to be for the bottle opener. They've gone oversized on the on the member part like it doesn't have to be you know it just feels a bit awkward sometimes when i'm holding it to open a bottle are you intimidated by the size or what's happening i'm a little bit like Ooh. i wasn't gonna go there <laughs> like, this, this, oh this, this feels is that unusual. kind of podcast you can if you want to <laughs> all right let's get off that topic <laughs> well, I'll say something. Okay, well, I I can continue with just saying uh, that it was a clock, and then later on, a guy came in and wanted his both his sleeved wood carved in uh, the heelist portal style, okay. and then I was you know doing so much of the wood carving and loving it so much that um, I was starting to post only that and get specialized in it and people started discovering that they could get it, mm-hmm. which was a win-win because I could do it all the time then. And now I, that's 98% of everything I do is the wood carving style. So I'm really oh, happy okay. about it. Do you, do you know of anybody else that does? Cause I've never seen it before until I saw yours. I was like, fuck, this is, I, I love things that are different. That's why yeah. I have a, a cock bottle opener because I just like things that are a little bit, <laughs> a little bit different, a little bit kind of, not the same as everything else. And I'd never seen it before. No, I haven't. I mean, I've seen people, some people do it, but not as, as a style, like doing that mm. all the time, but kind of specializing in, in Norway will have the, the wood carvings from different safe churches and they'll go to different tattoo artists and everything. But I guess I'm the only one who's, who has the style uh, continuously mm. or whatever. Yeah. And I also I do, just, like I do copies of, of uh, different portals. Oh, my dog needs all the attention. Jesus Christ. But no, oh, it's okay. Um, but I have. Uh, <laughs> 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 Sorry. That's what happens when. That, like, oh, God, I, you're having I mean, attention somewhere else. But yeah. That's it. No, Cock- I, I mean, Cocker Spaniels are known for the needing attention. They, they're oh, yeah. all attention seekers. Um, yes. And Rocco is the same with me. Like if like you, you can be you <laughs> can be doing nothing all day and she'll just sleep. But as soon as you're paying attention to something else, they're just like, oh yeah, okay. What about me now? What about yes. me? Yes, yes, and that's you know that's a good proof of that. But I also design if people like different Nordic mythology, uh, like Nordic myths. I also design that in the old wood carving style. So I'm not like just hung up on the portals of the same churches. I do a lot of, mm. of if people come to me, they're like, they want a tattoo on their lower arm. And I ask them what their favorite myth is. Okay. And we design something out from that. So. Oh, nice. And I'm having a blast at work, loving my job. So. Good. Good. That's, that's, that's what we all want. Yes. That's, that's what we all want in life. Um, Cause I think it's, I guess for, for me, before I saw your artwork, like I'd, I'd seen a bunch of portals from the safe churches and loved the styles. But I guess if I was ever to incorporate that into a tattoo, I always just kind of thought, take the art, but then make it a, almost like a, just a, a traditional line drawing and kind of use the, the portals in that way to have a tattoo. I never really yeah. thought of doing it in that, that kind of wood, yeah, wood effect, which is very effective it, as well. When I do the the woodwork, when I do the lines, they look like a drunk eight year old did them because they have to look oh, really? organic and cracked and everything. And I, I always warn my clients that okay, I'm okay. doing line work now. It's just going to take like twenty minutes for a big piece because I'm just doing helplines. But they really look like a drunk eight year old did them. So. It's nice to warn them in, in advance. I know how to tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I 
I I get it with Sean. Um, yeah. Like, so I've got a big, I've got like a big Thor mask on my stomach. I remember mm-hmm. when he was like lining it in very lightly, did all the uh, kind of, you know, so all, all the lines just were very thin and kind of just, they say guidelines. Um, and I was looking at it thinking, what's what's happening here? Like, what's, go- <laughs> what's going on? How so, do you I, ever I've make got, that good? <laughs> yeah, I've got, you know, I've got all my neck done by him. I, I love Sean. I, I trust him. Most of the time I go to him and kind of say, just do whatever, whatever you want. So I knew it would become something. But it's so interesting to see kind of the journey of uh, of kind of this style. Because you, do you draw on with markers or do you kind of just yeah. stencil? In- it depends. If people want an exact part of a saved church portal, I do stencil. But that's mm-hmm. about 3% of my work. The rest, I'm sitting yeah. with a marker. Because it's so much better for me to do the angles and the muscles and just see how things turn out on, on different arms. And I know myself, mm. if I make a, like a very uh, detailed sketch, I'm going to use three hours on redrawing it after it's up on the arm anyway. Mm. So I just kind of stop doing that and just use my markers and, and draw on people. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's... Uh, and Matthias, I know you've had a, a bunch of satos and that's like one of my favorite parts of getting towed by like nordic style and i'm sure it's the same thing for other art styles but i've only experienced it kind of with this this kind of uh community genre (laughs) art style whatever like just that like seeing somebody with a marker drawing it on and almost again like the mess of different colored sharpies been used and it kind of started to grow <laughs> yeah. and looking at thinking, what's this, what, where are you going with this? What's this going to be? But then just put the, again, like the skill of it, following the muscles, following the body um, mm. and just the skill of just being confident enough to draw it straight on because I've had towers from other towers from just kind of like normal things and it's always stenciled on. So they've got the very crisp, clean lines to, to follow um, and he, less error for a mistake, I guess, because it's been checked. It's it's something that exists in the universe, and they're just kind of like they've been asked to take it, make it into a stencil, put it on someone's skin. If there's errors, then that's kind of on whoever's given them the design, really. Um, but whereas with you guys, especially when it comes to knot work, it's you know there's a lot there's a lot of concentration that has to go into it. That's true. They're over and under and over and under, and it needs to be over and under the whole time. Kind of mm-hmm. gives you could give you nightmares, pleasant ones, but but I don't know. I, I always if I start a um a whole arm, I know I'm gonna use a lot of hours drawing. And yeah. I just take one one fee for the whole thing. I don't charge per hour because that gives me um uh, for the drawing process. I mean, because that gives me freedom. Cause if if I need to draw for five hours altogether for a whole sleeve, I don't want the client to feel that he's paying for me being like, mm, yeah, I don't know, maybe this, hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's a lot of drawing, but I really love that part because um, mm-hmm. it, it fits no. the arms a lot better than stencil most often. Mm-hmm. No, I think, I think that's important to remember as well because I think with, I can't speak for, for everyone, but I know, the, certainly, if you, if you do charge hourly, the price can seem quite, quite high. It can be quite a high hourly rate, and people don't always understand the process that goes into it. And they look at the hourly rate and go, "Oh, fucking, hell, that's a lot." But for a lot of the time, people aren't charging for the time it takes to draw it on. It's the physical tattooing time, so you have to. But you do have to factor in mm. that if you're getting a sleeve there's a good few hours of drawing that on and checking it and making sure it's right. And it's not all kind of tattoo time. And that has to be factored into the price. Of course it does. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do hourly um, rate on my tattoos, but um, I think just the, the drawing fee is just flat. Like I charge, I charge the same as I do for one tattoo hour. That's what I charge for a whole sleeve of drawing. And I don't care if it's five hours or how long it takes. It's going to take the time it takes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, But I'm really, I, I feel I get to go to work and play every day. We have this uh, 10% rule at studio. 
which is um, we try to be mature and adult 10% of the time. And it, like the 24 hours we have in a day, 10%, we could get to, to uh, buy vegetables and, and dark bread and pay our bills. And then 90%, the rest of the time, we just kind of fuck off and have fun, which is most <laughs> of the day we're working. So that, okay. that's how I that's how I approach teaching too. Oh yeah. <laughs> ten okay, ten percent yeah. serious, the rest is just nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What do you teach? Nordic mythology. Ah, on what level? University. Nice. <laughs> he knows. Like he fun. knows a thing or two. Yeah, he knows a thing or two. Yeah, I, I heard. <laughs> he, he knows some stuff. No, but, okay, what is it specifically that you teach? Me? Yeah, how, like, how, because, no, because, okay, I'm sure I've asked you this a bunch of times, um, and I'm going to pretend I don't remember, or maybe I don't remember, you'll never know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ask what, <him> for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. But what, it, I guess, do you teach at the minute, like, at university level, do you cover, like, the broad subject of all Nordic mythology or do you kind of focus in on what area and then what is your area of specific speciality other than volcanoes? <laughs> other than volcanoes. My, my area of, 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 of the, my, my speciality is not volcanoes, dude. My speciality is Could the actual me. texts. <laughs> The actual texts that Nordic mythology has been written in. So, Snorri Sturluson's Edda. I, I thought that, but I'm sure I asked you this. The, I'm sure I asked yeah. you that before, and you said that it wasn't that. I'm just, I, that was so far in my mind. I was like, okay, maybe, I think maybe I confused it as the text as like saga literature. Yeah, well, the saga literature is, is, is considered a different type of literature. Um, but I'm also a specialist in that. That's also part of my. Okay. So, so if you want to like, if you want to narrow it down to sort of like a, uh, a theme, so, uh, then I am a specialist in medieval Icelandic literature. Right. So that includes the text on old Norse mythology. Okay. It includes the saga literature. It also includes a bunch of Christian literature. Mm -hmm. And, of you course. know, all this stuff. Stuff that's been written in the medieval period, the runes too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's really cool. Um, our shop, Needhook Tattoo Studio, is at Bryggen in Bergen, which is uh, a UNESCO heritage site. So if you get like, I don't know, a fridge magnet from Bergen, my town, that will be probably Bryggen, where we are. Yeah. It's a lot of neat houses and a waterfront, and then it's. A, it's really yeah. old. Our our building Actually, is from... I have I have one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For one of the thousand times I've been to <laughs> Bergen. Right. <laughs> like our house is from 1705. And uh the build uh, the buildings all over, like basements are from the 15th century, and it's it's really it's really neat. And it's uh, mm -hmm. I think I think. It's the biggest rune find in Europe, at least. Whenever they, they um, cause they have to raise the houses a little bit uh, cause they're sinking and they renovate them and they find rune sticks and everything underneath, like in the basement and the clay and everything. Oh, wow. And I think it's your, the Europe's biggest rune find, like medieval runes are right there. So you have yeah, the, Brigham, oh, wow. uh, the Brigham Museum, uh, you find rune sticks with, um, different things in them like it can be kind of six eggs you know a can of milk almost like they they ruined down what they're gonna buy like a so shopping list all magical mm -hmm. uh you can see uh rune sticks where people have probably been rehearsing writing runes and then they get a wrong thing and then they have to start over again and it's some of those rune sticks one of them is like uh who bummed who in the butt kind of mm -hmm. thing really uh really interesting rune finds in Brigham. Yep. <laughs> you can see them all at the museum so do you think that i think there are more than three thousand uh yeah. if i remember correctly 
Uh, there's also some uh, from Trondheim. Um, I have, uh, I'm hearing you. I just have to let her out again. Because yeah. She's nuts. Okay, no, it's fine. Oh. <laughs> so, Matthias, ones where it's uh, a bit, you know, it it's, could be slanderous against somebody, particularly at the time period. You know, like Dave over here had anal sex with Gary. Um Yes. Is do you think that is kind of is that in, have they written that down as slanderous as kind of almost like when? Cause, <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. so okay, so <laughs> the, the, these the, these runic sticks, uh, right? What they what they basically show us is that people were exactly like we are today. Like a lot of a lot of the the stuff is like basic messages um like somebody's wife is like mad that he's still sitting at the tavern so she sends a little boy with a broomstick down get home from the tavern now you know those kinds of things um and then you have then you have oh you know you're in trouble yeah you know you're in trouble because (laughs) i promise you like (laughs) the time is taken the time is taken her to write that, to write, to carve that into the wood. It's not like a text. She's carved she's that in. Man. And the whole time, like, you know, she's not just calmed down. Because a lot of time you're angry, you just calm down. Like, she's written that and gone, take this to that fucker and mm-hmm. get him back here now. And when he's seen, can you imagine when he's seen that little boy walking in and coming to him with that fucking stick? Because she could have just said to the boy, go tell you, like, go tell your dad to get up now. But the stick is, the fucking symbol in itself of like, go give him this. <laughs> and that's, that's when him. your mom is really calm and she's, Oh like, yeah. That's the scary, that's like the scary part. <laughs> mm-hmm, for sure. There's also complaints, right? You have like, uh, there's this one guy who sent a rune stick. So that one came from farther South, uh, because that's what it says. And it's like, um, and he's, he's like, dude, it sucks down here. Send me fish and beer. <laughs> like it goes on a rant okay. about <laughs> how it's just like shitty for some reason that there's like some kind of dispute over um over who's owed what and and those kinds of things so it's like he said that runestone uh, rune stick and uh, and then you also get of course the loot stuff now one of the curious things is that i don't actually remember any inscriptions that go straight up just dick like you get it on on bathroom stalls today but you that's, get that's what you, i was going to ask next actually about i bathroom know because i and know is you. that yeah, and i wanted to know is that a thing for women as well because when well, i so, you know, so we what we get week, what we what we do get are little carvings that said it says fourth which means pussy so there, there's a lot of those from from like the viking age and from the medieval period um but, but okay but when you okay. like in a mm-hmm. but yeah mm-hmm. just when, okay, when you say i've always wondered this when you say when you say like it says pussy mm-hmm. like does it say did they use that word or does it just say vagina and we're in a modern way saying it says pussy well, that, we, we have like this, this, we have like this widespread vocabulary apparently for for genitals. And back in mm-hmm. the day, people had one or two words for the same thing. No, that yeah, that's what I mean. So when, so so it it doesn't. Speci- that's what I, I guess I was wondering whether they used the word pussy, whether whether that was an actually. What, a what word do you mean then. by that? Like the the, word, in, the modern English word pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As no. in the actual, was it? Just, did they I, have like a slang word? They That's probably had a slang, like a slang word or two. Like, okay, but it wasn't. I would, I would not know. I don't know. But the word, <laughs> the, the word you said, what was that? Futh. Futh. Mm-hmm. Because in, in Norwegian, pussy is fitter. Mm-hmm. So I that think, would make more connection. No, I think actually that yeah. word uh, is derived from. Um, <laughs> now it's going to get interesting. That <laughs> word is derived from a from an old dialect, word, if I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah. Because it's it's the same as the Danish fisse, um, hmm. and that actually comes from from a word for um, rubbing. <laughs> so you know the the whole rubbing part okay, of things, right? Um, <laughs> yes, and I'm not sure that food uh, has the same uh, uh, origin. So 
but, but uh, I can't, I, I would need to look in a dictionary. Yeah. Well, verify next time. <laughs> next time. <laughs> Do it in the coconut bikini uh, episode. Yes. <laughs> that's a proper place for it. You don't, oh, you're just giving me an idea. You're giving oh, me no. an idea. I'm, <laughs> I, I mean, I, Do we want I to know just, the idea? Yeah, of course. Of course. Everybody wants to know. I mean, I don't know if everybody does want to know what goes on in my head, but I, I think so. We've got people keep listening. Um, <laughs> we need, okay, we should do. If people are happy to wait, uh, we should squeeze this in where we get maybe me, you, a, okay, Christmas special. Me, you, Mateus, Jonas, and Ed, the four of us. We pick a time when we can drink beer I'll wear the coconut bikini and then we <laughs> look through rune sticks so that'll be just... that'll be a time uh, like that's either on the back end of a really long bender for you guys since oh, that's you're fine. eight hours we'll ahead of me or I'm getting like seriously day drunk very early <laughs> <laughs> no no we'll <laughs> We'll do hours. We'll record late here, like midnight. Okay. So that's like, um, and then we'll we'll just go through the rune sticks and like the hilarious ones, and we'll just have a. a oh, fuck. I was gonna say have a gay old time, as in just have a have a laugh. I don't know why that fucking came to my head, but just have a laugh. Have fun. You know that comes from that. That's the Flintstones' fault. Is that? Because that used to be in the flip. That's, that's why true. I had. That, that's point. why that phrase came. It's that's because why that phrase came to my mind. It's old times. Yes. Yeah, it's just a happy old time. So we should just have this a good laugh. The four of us. It, I'm saying it in stone. We're doing it. We're doing it. All right. <laughs> yeah. No, I think <laughs> it would be good because I was thinking we should do an episode on the rune sticks and kind of just read through. A lot of the fun ones, um, but I think that would be a good opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, somebody would have to do the work to dig out all the fun ones out of those three thousand and something ones that exist out there. <laughs> I mean, I I can do Bergen, and I know there are some juicy ones there. They are. They are. Okay. Yeah. We, <laughs> okay. We can do it. Christmas special. That's what we're doing it. <laughs> literally before the show you said to me we can't promise stuff that we're not gonna do <laughs> and then now on the show i'm just like fuck it i'm just gonna see what we're doing we're doing this we're doing this are we gonna be wearing the coconut bikinis then <laughs> i've got mine if you're ha- if you're happy i'll buy you I, one I, and send you it. I, <laughs> I mean i will I'll, never say no to a coconut bikini <laughs> okay on. that's the christmas special Coconut bikinis are happening. I'm going to buy Ed one. I'm going to buy Jonas one. All four of us are just going to be... It's going to be mayhem. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Because I I feel like me and Ed did an episode last week. um, And it was just me and Ed. And surprisingly, I'm starting to think, Mateus, you might be the bad influence. Because me me and Ed were very serious. We had some really serious, deep conversations. It didn't didn't go weird. It didn't go off the wall. I like the sound of that. I I really do hope that I'm the bad influence. (laughs) So I think think maybe you're the bad influence in all of this. And then uh, we owe chaotic Ed to people. Yes, we we do owe chaotic Ed to people. We do. <laughs> we do. Oh, I love this podcast. We just <laughs> who knows where it's gonna go. Oh, and <laughs> Kim sent me a, a little private message as well, saying, "Don't forget Alexander Drummond." Because that's true. He, yes, he obviously wants to see Alex in a bikini. Which I mean, oh, the world needs him. that. Yeah, I'll ask him the question. I'll see what he says. And, uh, I think we'd all quite like that. <laughs> Just get Sean okay. in the in the coconut bikini. You'll find. Oh yeah, yeah, he would fit well in the coconut bikini too. I tried. I tried yeah. to talk to him next week about a coconut mm-hmm. bikini. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll uh, we need to hear Sean back, and we haven't had Sean for a for it's been a while. Mm-hmm. I'll kick him a little bit. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we're gonna we have to wrap this up because I need to go watch England play football against Wales. Oh. The World Cup. Is it is it I, is it bad if I'm if I, is it bad if I'm rooting for Wales? Yeah, of course it is. Oh okay. terrible. Is, is, is it bad if I don't care? <laughs> no, I don't. No. <laughs> no. I lived There's in, been a lot of or, on, sorry. Actually I, I lived in uh Tre Forest, Ponte, um, right between Tre Forest and Ponte Preve. Uh, oh nice for a while in 2007. It was very interesting because everybody was called David. Dave, D, or oh, yeah. Yeah, the equivalent. And mm-hmm. I think Yoda is from Wales, the Valleys, because he talks kind of the same. <laughs> and, I, okay. and I must say, I love every minute of living in Wales, really. It is a beautiful place. Um, see, I when I was younger, the naivety of young Daniel was the... All the home countries like England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, we all support each other. Because I was naive. I was yeah, naive. That's, I, that's like Scandinavia, no, Norway, Sweden. No, we don't. Yeah. No, as an Englishman, I was like, I always support Scotland, Ireland, Wales in everything. I just I wanted them to do well. Until I was when I was like 18, I was seeing a girl that went to Cardiff University. And I went, I went to visit her and the World Cup, England, it was when England won the Rugby Union World Cup. And I think I was there for two of England's games, maybe against like France and one against South Africa. And the Welsh people went and bought just like South Africa jerseys, full playing jerseys for like South Africa, for France. And those jerseys are not fucking cheap. They're like a hundred pound a pop. So they were buying all the stuff for the opposite team just to support anybody Getting my dog. England. Just continue. <laughs> like, and I, I genuinely, from such a naive place, even at eighteen, I was like, "This is insane. I can't believe that they hate us this much." In whether it's genuine or just in a sporting capacity, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. So now I'm like, "Fuck yeah! I hope you lose to everyone." <laughs> I totally think people should get better hobbies than that. Like, you know, you could you could have like a little garden patch in your backyard and you could farm in, in, instead mm-hmm. of like national competitions. It's almost know. the same. <laughs> you, could, you could, but I just couldn't, I couldn't imagine spending my hard earned, my hard earned money on just the dislike of somewhere else. I mean, like, yeah, exactly. I don't you could, like you, you that could put much. all that money into buy- growing vegetables, man. I mean, we all probably should, to be fair. Just saying. Say we, we all probably should. And on that note, Mateus has fixed the world with everybody growing vegetables. Ah, uh, yes, I am going to fix the world with everybody growing vegetables. That is happening. Can no, I? It, absolutely, go, go. I don't know if you're um, ending it, it now to go to see your game. Oh, which, I am, yes. Yes. I'm just going to say really quickly that I I started out as uh, doing black metal logos and artwork, then went into tattooing. Du- through the tattooing, I got the offer of making uh, coins for Isle of Man and the UK, like memorial coins celebrating the Viking history of 400 years mm-hmm. in Which Isle of Man. Really cool. and do, you, do you have any of those coins spare? Because I love a coin. Yeah, I have them I here. Do. I got the collection, even a kilo coin, and it's like I don't know. It's a it's a murder weapon, really. I could kill someone with it. It's a it kilo. Weighs, it weighs a kilo. Wow! Don't say that. Um, don't let any, don't let anybody know where you live. This the, big. the price of silver is going up. Yeah, this big, and it's like this thick, and I could kill someone with it. Wow. Um, okay. But it's a lot. Of, it's twenty five different coins, silver and gold. And uh, all the sketches that I made had to be approved at the thing in Isle of Man and at Buckingham Palace. So oh, wow. in the beginning, I was like, 
I don't have really time for anything. And then the people was like, well, you know, we'll tell you about this. And then they mentioned Buckingham Palace and I turned into a little princess and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do it, of course. So I've done all this stuff and it's so interesting to just see where I started off with Black Metal and Satan and all that stuff and ended up at Buckingham Palace and coins and stuff mm-hmm. and the tattooing in between. Just wanted to just mention oh. that in the whole oh, of course. In the whole episode, because it's it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Isn't I it? I think it's really fascinating. Yeah. The the journey that life takes us on from yes. one of those literally, ones. you know, you don't know where you, you you're gonna end up because if someone has said to me you know, 16-year-old Dan, that I'm going to be the owner of like a a Viking Nordic lifestyle company and doing a podcast with Matthias and having really interesting people. And I'd be like, what? How the fuck am I going to end? Like, <laughs> what, what did you smoke, bro? <laughs> yeah, what's, I'd be like, what's going to happen in my life that takes me on that direction? Like, I would just, it just would never have been a thing. And all the fascinating people that I've met, you know, Mateus, what are we on now? Like 130 episodes or something ridiculous? I'm getting close to 140. Maybe. I I stopped counting at 100. (laughs) (laughs) We had, we had, uh, we have Needhog the Tattoo Studio and we opened a Needhog Gallery where more of the artwork that we make are sold. And it's still at Brigham. Oh, wow. And my dad is part of it and he makes pegs, like hooks, kind of, in wooden, like he, he makes little Viking faces and runes on them and stuff. And it's really cool to have a project together with my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the 90s, when I was a bouncer at a rock pub and a tattoo artist traveling around, he told me to get a real job. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. He's got a real job now, Dad. <laughs> yeah, but I have, carving, uh, carving your pegs there. <laughs> Look at me. Next, next year in uh, in Norway for half a year, the National Library is having a black metal exhibition, and me and another guy is on the on the board of it, just to to quality ensure all the black metal stuff that they're showing and stuff. And every time I mention, making sure no one can read it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. No, but every time I mention the National Library to my dad, he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, oh. you, didn't think, you didn't think that when you were telling me to get a real job like five <laughs> years ago, did you? And he's like, oh, you're right. Yes. <laughs> don't forget to tell him Buckingham Palace as well. Yeah. Don't, don't miss that out. Yeah, well, you know, that one too. <laughs> it's nice no, to go from Satan to, you know, other stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's just as many evils going in Buckingham Palace. Oh, did I say I'm that? Sure. <laughs> Oops. Oops. <laughs> no, I, I'm sure your dad's very proud, and you should be very proud of everything that you've done. You know, it's uh, you have a. I always like I say I'm a big lover of things that are different, and and people who stand out amongst their field and their craft, and you certainly do that. You know, it's easy whether it's Nordic music or this you know, Viking art style, it's easy to fall into the place and just copy what everyone else does, but you very much mad in the, mind the pun, carved your own way into this. <laughs> um, you know, you, you, you have very much carved your own thing and your own style. And I, yeah, I Thank love you. it. I can't wait. I can't wait to come and come out to Bergen and get, a little bit of something to add to the collection. You'd be very welcome. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. Matthias. do the same. <laughs> oh, we should do it together. Yes, on. yes. I'm, I'm Bro there. tattoos. <laughs> Matching tattoos. Oh, fuck no. No, 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 no. <laughs> 300 patrons. Me and Matthias again. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what I was saying. This, this See, is what I was saying. Promising. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Just I'll be throwing out it. promises out there, <laughs> like wild can promises. Can you record it for the for the podcast while we do it? So we're good. Yeah. Well. Okay. Fine. You know what? Here's the deal. Uh, if we get 300 patrons, we both get matching tattoos of uh, an Odin's crotum. My face. 
on our butt cheeks. No, no, not my bum. Bum's gonna be sore. I'm so in. We we have an artist. Okay. Oh, a wooden chrome as well. Imagine the splinters. Um, okay. I, I'm out. Do it. We get if when we get to three hundred. I mean, the 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 alternative would be to get like wood carved cock. You're better off at the bum. Yeah. That that doesn't yeah. make sense. Pain wise, I'm just mentioning it. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> really going over this. I, uh, this. This is the deepest you've seen me think. Think about getting a wooden, a wooden cock on my bum. That's the hardest I've thought in 140 episodes. <laughs> Whether I want to commit to that. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? My bum, I don't have any tattoos on my ass. None. No, me neither. You've got to start somewhere. <sighs> <laughs> With the ass tattoos. <laughs> I always up on them after. Okay, no, we'll do it. We're all we're still only around like 200 and something. So but the thing is I said this about the coconut bikini, and then it fucking happened. <laughs> so, yeah, and you didn't deliver. You didn't deliver oh. on the coconut bikini. Yes. No. Yes. yes. <laughs> People, and we in our defense. There's been a fucking lot of stuff going on this year. We've had a lot fair, of fair. Yeah. stuff happening. So, yes. you know, thankfully that's kind of all in the past now and we're, we're moving forward. But, well, we settled that. Christmas episode, coconut bikini, room sticks, done, sorted. <laughs> we actually have a special guest booked for Christmas who knows about that kind of stuff. Cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. I'm joking. It's not <laughs> okay. Right, I actually need to go watch football. This is too. Yes. I'm having too go, much fun. Go though. watch football. Um, Mateo. Oh no, Yannicka. Let people know where they can find you. Find the studio. Find your tattoos. The studio is Needhog Tattoo in Bergen, Norway. Um. And my Instagram is where I, I communicate with most travelers and, and foreign uh, customers. And that's at Janneke Weishansen or Visa Hansen. So it's really easy to find, kind of. Matthias, let people know where they can find you. You can find me in this beautiful winter wonderland that I exist in. You're in Christmas spirit. Well, it's Christmas outside. I'm like looking the, for mine. I haven't gotten have one like, yet. We have like this much snow now. So, oh, um, but aside from that, you can find me on Instagram. Just like put in my name, and you can find me on Instagram. And I, I do weird shit there. <laughs> Again, okay. As you know, as we said, we've got big plans for the Patreon and for the podcast moving forward. Um, if you want to see me, and Mateus, get wooden cock. Tattoos on our asses, you know, help us hit 300. <laughs> help us hit 300. Wait, 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 wait when, did, when did we get wooden cocks? I thought that's what we got to. What was it? Well, I thought, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Is think, that the one we I settled think you on? Guys, I think you guys need to come to uh, Sacred Knot and Sean Perry's uh, mini convention next week in Ludlow, or I can't, I can't pronounce it right. It's Welsh, but. I can do it. I can Come do this. There. I can do it. Oh, that's almost sexy. Again? Nice. Well, get there just, next week. I've just heard uh, Sean say enough times. <laughs> get, get there next week and we'll do good tattoos and record it. I can get there. Mateus can't, though. Yeah, He's I'm not sure I can, I can make it. Uh, it's a seven-hour flight. Where, so, where are you in the Where are you in the states? I'm in Colorado. Okay. Deep in the I'm Rocky coming, Mountains. I'm coming to uh, uh, the Empire State Tattoo Expo in New York in May. We re- mm-hmm. can record you doing your bum right there. Oh yeah! If yeah. if I 
Okay, so yeah, yeah. I, I, May's, the, May's feasible. We could probably yeah, get to 300 in May. My, my biggest <laughs> problem is to go to New York. It, is, it, is it the city or is it the state? Yeah, it's the Hilton in Midtown, New York. Oh, fuck no. Mm. No, 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 no. I, I've we, can been... buy some cur- we can buy some curtains and put out around <laughs> so nobody sees that you're in there. <laughs> it's not so much that. It's more like going to New York. I, I, I don't right. want to go to New York. Like, wow. Like the cities are not really my thing. Cities are not really my thing neither, but I just couldn't say no when I was. No, you know. definitely doesn't. You know, maybe so awkward, maybe no. this is also you know something that I don't want to uh, pass up. Um, you know, getting the chance to get uh, a, a a bum tattoo um, <laughs> by a famous artist in in New York. Maybe 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 I can't pass on that one. I'm well, sure Yannicka would know. do something as something else as other than the bum tower as well. You could maybe yeah, get yeah. Like, you can get you can get you don't have to get the bum. You know you can no no yeah ha- no no he has to, he has to get the bum. He has to have that. He can have something as well as that, but ah, that is okay. that is part in of addition. It. Okay, yeah, you can have something in addition, but the. <laughs> the maybe the a giant a giant piece around it that will kind of just like make it look like it doesn't exist or a big piece around it that accentuates it like a bunch of really makes it stand out yeah like a bunch of arrows just really being like look look at this nicely looking like as if they were carved in wood all those arrows just going around pointing at it exactly okay no I'm gonna yeah, like I say, if you can support on Patreon, obviously we do like to set goals. Um, 300 would be amazing together. We're a long way off it. We're, we are going to get back to putting out regular content on there. Things have just been, like I say, wild. I know we've said it a bunch of times, but we really are kind of getting back to being able to put that extra stuff out. Um, if you like the show, please leave us a five-star rating, positive review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And obviously you can follow us on just at Nordic Mythology Podcast, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, yeah, everywhere. And you can see our pretty faces, see the beautiful Yannicka as well. Um, yeah. So thank you very much. And I will hopefully see you in Wales in a few days. I hope so. That would be very, very awesome. I think Hopefully, it's going to be yeah. a great week. It's so many artists gathering. Oh, I bet. So. I bet. I'm, I'm going to have to come down and make the journey. So, perfect. Thank you. Uh-oh. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for having me. It's really nice. Anytime. You're welcome back. Anytime. <laughs>